What really breaks my heart is when I see people who are clearly talented or skilled at what they do, right? Passionate, skilled, talented at what they do. Um, And what really breaks my heart is when they either don't have the confidence in it or they want more, right? They want more. In my eyes, I think they're really good. I think they're very skilled. I think they're very talented. It's not just my eyes. In many people's eyes, they're very talented. They're very skilled. But in their eyes, they could do better. In their eyes, they not just could do better, they want to do better before giving the world that value. Um, and to be honest with you, I think a lot of this is to do with perfectionism, yes. But I think a lot of it is to do with also being afraid of other people's opinions again it just comes down to that insecurity it always comes down to insecurity like insecurity is the one thing that will always holds you back from achieving the success that you want in this world whether it's you know learning mastering and putting out a skill or just whatever it is in life right um insecurity will always be that thing that holds you back and i think when it comes to this scenario of someone who's clearly talented and skilled at what they do and love, when they're holding back on giving value to the world, then there's two main reasons, I think, that that happens. The first is either they're a perfectionist and they, they literally just want perfection before giving out to the world. But the second is kind of a, um, a lead-on from the first, um, and or consequence of the first, you say, uh, no, no lead on, no, sorry, yes. <laughs> lead on is the right thing to say. It's kind of a, a lead on from the first because you have to think to yourself, well, why are they looking for perfectionism? Why do they want to only you know, give value when the value is perfect? And what I think is because of other people's opinions. Now, these, these people I'm talking about will not admit this. They will not admit it because their ego will stop them from, from admitting it. What's really funny about the human brain is, like, people... People are very, very quick to take compliments and to appreciate and indulge in compliments. But it's, it, people find it very difficult, myself included when I was younger, but people find it very difficult to accept that improvement needs to be made, right? Even, especially, well, not, not just even, but especially when the thing that needs to be improved is something that they thought was good. And then someone tells them that it needs to be improved. People can't take that. And so I think for those people that hold back on giving their value when it's, it's clearly good, right? It's clearly good content. When people hold back from giving this value and the, the guys who are looking for perfectionism, I think um, a huge reason for this is because they're afraid of other people's opinions. They don't want anyone to say one bad thing about their content, about their skill, you know, about this thing that they've, they've practiced over and over and over again. They don't want anyone to say one bad thing about it. That's why I think they're a perfectionist in that regard. I mean, perfectionism is a whole branch in itself. And of course, it must have all its psychological reasons. But I think that that's a big one, right? You know, the reason why people don't post enough, the reason why people don't put value out enough is because they're worried about what other people will say about that value. 
right? They're worried. I mean, more more to the point, they're worried about the no's. They're worried about the people that will, will not like it. The ones who will outrightly say, I don't like it. Maybe even write in the comments, this is fucking shit. This is horrible. Your content is whack. Go, go get better. Go improve and come back, please. You know, they're really worried about that. Or they're worried about the people that, you know, just won't like, won't follow, won't subscribe, won't fucking whatever it is, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's a difficult one. And, you know, I know people who are like this personally myself as well. I, I was once, you know, in this situation. And I think you need to find that fine line between pleasuring yourself because you enjoy what you do. Right. And so perfectionism can naturally occur from that. If you really enjoy something, you know, you're going to want it to be perfect. If you're working on it, if you're, if you're drawing, if you know, if you're drawing a painting, you're going to want the painting to look perfect because you're putting yourself in that painting. You know, you're putting your own heart and soul into it. And that's kind of, you know, you really want to, you really want to display your heart and soul to the world as best and as, as guess as perfectly and as accurately is probably the better word as you possibly can. And so I get that that's where the perfectionism comes from. But you want to balance that with what the market wants, right? If you want to be successful, if you want to be able to do this full time and quit your bullshit job and actually do this full time so you can, you know, not only make yourself happy by doing this full time, but also make your audience happy because you're now doing this full time and not just, you know, five hours at the end of the day after you come back from work. If you want to do that, then you need to find that fine balance, right? You need to understand that, yes, your content needs to be fire. Yes, it does. Right? The quality needs to be fire. Absolutely. For damn fucking sure. Your quality needs to be fire because, you know, this is your passion. Right? You just put your whole self in it. But also understand that your market, and this is what really fascinates me the most. Your market, your audience, probably don't expect nearly as much as the expectations that you're drawing out there. Right. And by the way, the, the kind of people that I'm talking about right now, the kind of creators I'm talking about are the people who have already put their standards pretty high. If your standards are not high enough and if, if your quality is not good, right, if your quality is not good and if your content is not good and, you know, if, if someone wants to look at it and think, mm, I'm not too sure about this. Well, I say someone, if a lot of people were to look at it and think, mm, I'm not too sure about this, not that great. Well, then that's just a matter of your standards. You need, to, you need to up your standards. And that's when I'd say, yes, you need to up your quality. But for someone who's actually, you know, very talented and someone who's actually very skilled, you, you, your, your standards are already there, right? Your, your standards are already clearly there. That's why you're so skilled. Your standards are already there. But what you need to understand is your audience's standards, your audience's expectations of the, the content that you're going you're gonna to produce for them isn't, isn't, nearly anywhere near as much as or as high as yours right and so you need to understand that because let's go back to the painting analogy if you were to paint a, a picture you obviously you want it to look perfect it, you know you should want it to look perfect because of that passion but at the same time your audience even if it was only 80 percent or even 70 percent of what you would consider perfect your audience would still think that that is absolutely fucking amazing. And if we're talking about money here, if we're talking about value, would give you value back. Maybe not money, but if we're just, if we're just talking about value, we'll probably give you value, value back. We'll probably trade with you, right? We'll probably exchange value with you. We'll, we'll happily consume 
your content and give you some value back or just happily consume your content and enjoy it and love it anyway whether they give you value back or not can you see the difference in expectations here there's a difference and you need to find that balance don't go too far too far to pleasing everyone else you don't want to be a people's pleaser do not just be a people's pleaser don't become a people's pleaser where you become very, 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 very successful purely just because you made everyone happy, but you didn't make yourself happy. Don't do that. Don't do that. There's plenty of people that do that. And yes, they become very successful on paper. Yes, they might, their bank account might be crazy rich. Yes, you know, they might be living in a fucking mansion, you know, riding a private jet every day. Yes, 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 I get this. But they're not actually happy. They're just people pleasers. They're only where they are because they please everyone else. They made everyone else happy, but they didn't make themselves happy. So don't go that far. But also don't go too far to the other side where you only make yourself happy and not your audience. You need to listen to your market. You need to, give, you need to find that balance between making yourself happy and, and putting as much as you can in your passion and making it as, as good and as perfect as you can. But whilst balancing that, find that right balance with giving what your market expects, which like I said, it is, it's usually like 70 to 80% of your crazy high standards, right? It's, it's all about that fine balance, guys. And here's the other thing is, you may be thinking, but surely I should make my content, you know, absolutely bang on, spot on 100%. You know, if, if I really care about my audience, then that's what I need to do. Look, if you really cared about your audience, if you really fucking care about your audience, then you would want to give them as much content as you possibly, as much good content, as much as they actually want, as much as, as, much as you can. And the only way to do that is to, do, is, is to provide the content full time, you know, which means quitting your bullshit job. But you can't quit your bullshit job. You can't quit your bullshit job until you've you know, established yourself a little bit, established a bit of a business, established a name for yourself established a name for your brand, whatever it is, whatever the skill is, until you've actually become established and until you can actually, you know, hand in your notice and say, right, I'm quitting now, I'm going to do this full time. Until you can do that, you're only going to be able to spend, you know, a few hours after work before you go to sleep. Even if you skip sleep, it's still a few hours. Whereas if you provide content, if you, if you hit the volume, if, if you're... If you're working at good enough volume and providing in volume and speed, and of course, like I said, you know, you're talented and skilled already, so the quality is there already. If you're doing that, then yes, in you know, in time, you will be able to quit your job. You will be able to, you know, actually make a living out of this and that's even better for your audience because when you go full-time now you're going to be providing them even more content than you already were and so they're even more happy can you see can you see how it's just a win-win right you need to create that win-win situation if you want to be successful in this in, in your skill in your in your market whatever you want to call it right you need to make it a win-win you need to make a win-win for you and your audience When you do that, you're winning. Everyone's winning. That's the point. You're winning because your audience are loving you and your followers are growing. 
and people are loving your content more and more and more. Yes, maybe. Okay, yes. If you're monetizing, maybe your bank account is rising slowly. You know, the, the figure in your bank account is slowly increasing as well. Yes. But your audience are also winning because they've got more of your content that they really love. They get to consume more of your content that they really love. That's why they followed you. That's why they might have given you money. That's why they might have given you some sort of value. That's why they liked and consumed your content and continually consume your content. Because you provided good content for them and they really like it. They love consuming it. They indulge in your content. And so they're winning as well. Because they're happy. It's a win-win. You're happy, they're happy. Win-win, man. Win-win. Win-win. So, guys, honestly, just remember, it's all about that balance, right? When it comes to expectations, just find that balance. That balance is everything. Because if you don't, and if you go far too to one extreme, well, you know, I've already pointed out the potential consequences that could happen there. And trust me, there's a good chance that they will happen. So you have to be smart about this. And you have to think about yourself and your audience. Go create that win-win, guys. Go create that win-win situation. Stop being afraid of other people's opinions. And just... Just give, give the people what they want. Just give the people what they want. Give your consumers what they want, man. Give your consumers what they want. And of course, you know, make sure you're happy with it too. But just remember, your consumers, they're only looking for, not all the time, but they're only looking for about 80 to 70% of the perfection that you have in your head. Go for it, guys. Do it.